The Tales of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Mopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mo- mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but do not go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put into a pie by Mr. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five corn buns. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First he ate some lettuce and some fresh beans, and then he ate some radishes. And then, feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley, but round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. Gregor? Mr. Gregor was on his hands and knees, planting out young cabbages, but he jumped up and ran after Peter waving a rake and calling out, Stop, thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages, and the other amongst the potatoes. After losing them, he ran out four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have gotten away altogether if he had not unfortunately ran into a gooseberry net and caught by a large button on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons, quite new. Peter gave him Peter gave himself up for loss and shedded big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrow who flew to him in great excitement 
and and employed him to exert himself. Mr. Gregor came up with a sieve, which he intended to pop upon the top of Peter, but wiggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him, and rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. It wouldn't have been a beautiful thing to hide in if it had not had so much water in it. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over, carefully looking under each. Presently, Peter sneezed. Curdy squirmed Mr. McGregor was after him in no time and tried to push, put his foot upon Peter, who jumped out of a window, upset three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he tried to run after Peter. He went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and trembling with fright and he had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp with sitting in that can. After a long time, he began to wonder about going lipty, lipty, not very fast. And looking all around, he found a door in a wall, but it, but it was locked. He, and there was no room for a fat rabbit to squeeze underneath. And an old mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the wood. Peter asked her the way the the way to the gate. But she had such large peas in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently he came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his water cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still, but not, and then, now, and then the trap, trap, trip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it was best to go away without squeaking to speaking to her. He had heard about cats.
cats from his cousin, Little Benjamin Bunny. He went back towards the tool shed, but suddenly quite, quite close to him, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe scritcher. Scratch, scratch, scritch. Peter scattered underneath the bushes. He presently, as nothing happened, he came out and climbed upon a wheelbarrow and peed, peeked over the first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned towards Peter and beyond his him was the gate. Peter got down very quietly, quickly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could going along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. Gregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter didn't care, did not care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Mr. McGregor hung a little jacket and his shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looking behind him until he got home. The big fir tree, he was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice sofa sand on the floor of the rabbit hole. He shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. I am sorry. I I'm sorry to say that Peter was not very well during that evening. His mother put him to bed. He made some chamomile tea and she gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoon to take to be taken at bedtime. But Flossie, Moppy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The end!